Welcome to This, That, and the Other. I'm Laura. And I'm Fiocra. This is a podcast of Miscellany. You'll hear our reflections, deep thoughts, and shared experiences. It includes stories of us you may or may not know about. With some banter, laughter, and chat, we hope this podcast series keeps you entertained. Or even makes you think back in time yourselves. Let's get into it. This, that, and the other. Welcome to our first podcast episode of... This, that, and the other. Yeah. I'm Laura. And I'm Fiocra. And we're going to talk about this, that, and the other. An expression often heard in the Irish way. But we'll get to that one later. So, first off, uh, Fiocra and I have always wanted to podcast, and we've been playing this darn thing for like two years? Two years, yeah. Okay, we agree on that. Um, so, let's get to this. The first podcast we were going to do. What was it called, Fiocra? Uh, it was called Review of Review. Review, no, Review Under Review. Yeah, you can see why it hasn't started yet. <laughs> it's called Review Under Review. And if you go to Google, things like that, you'll get things that are very sporty, I guess, because sports teams look at reviews, like a play of a mm-hmm. review. Is yeah. that what it is? Like, yeah, review of the, of the reviews of the, play, of the plays when they go back in time and say, okay, was that a foul or not, or whatever. Yellow card, foul, penalty, but Okay, so this is not this podcast. Uh, this podcast it was going to be, this was going to be a podcast about uh, reviewing reviews online, like online web reviews, you know, the good old Yelpster. What do you like to review? Uh, travel, meals. TripAdvisor, Amazon, product reviews, book reviews. Movies, anything really. That should you want review like, movies? No, nah, not really. Yeah, you're right. Like <laughs> you were like the king of watching like the worst movies and finishing them. Yeah, I'll watch them regardless. Yes, yeah, so I won't watch a review. What's the last like really bad movie you watched? Mm, I don't know. I didn't think about it. I haven't watched movies in ages. Yeah. We have because we're in lockdown. Yeah, we're also starting the podcast now because we have time on our hands and nowhere to go and we're trapped in our emotions of wellness, so we thought we'd share it with you. So this review under review. <laughs> so far, this podcast is one star rating. Please give us five stars. <laughs> um, so reviews would be like if you're going to go do something. And we always saw like the funniest reviews. Like This is why I wanted to do that podcast, because we would review somewhere to go like and we'd review hotels or places to stay at with friends. And remember that one review that Josh found? Oh, was that from Fredericksburg? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fredericksburg, Texas, yeah. It was like, was it blood stain on the comforter? Yeah, and maybe on the carpet as well. There was something on the carpet as well as the comforter. Yeah, as well as the blood on the comforter. They needed to do something on the carpet so they could stand on it in their bare feet. So that just made me laugh because I was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. So we would have a good chuckle over reviews. And like, I guess the idea was also to um, think of the person who was reviewing themselves. Like, how was their grammar? Did they make any coherent sense? Um, what they said, is it just funny and hilarious? Like, I don't know if you ever heard of this Mickey Mouse review on Amazon. No. no. There's like a clock on there. I don't think it's there anymore, but... The hands of the clock were like of Mickey Mouse's hands. This little cartoon character would go around, and at uh, six thirty, the hands would be in a inappropriate position. I, I had a Mickey Mouse watch when I was a kid. Did you? Yeah, that was one of my prized possessions. Where did you get? They were it? famous. Like you couldn't, like, you couldn't, you can't buy them anymore. What? Uh, okay, point of reference. Uh, Fear Chris from Ireland. I'm from Canada. If it, if you were just listening, you randomly stumbled upon. Uh, so wait, why did you have a Mickey Mouse watch? Did you ever go to Disney? No, somebody from this who must have gone on vacation to the states, or somebody who lives in the states must have given to me. For, probably somebody went to the states 
went to Disneyland and brought it back. Like I would have been like three or four or five. Oh, so you wouldn't have noticed uh, his hands covering his genitalia at uh, 6.30. Uh, that would have not made any impact on me. No, okay, fair enough. Um, so Review Under Review also had a good uh, comedian, I can't remember his name, but maybe I'll find it later, about that crocodile sanctuary. Where was that? That was like North Carolina or South Carolina, something like that. It could have been like Virginia or like outside of Washington, D.C. Who knows? It's definitely on the East Coast, but it sounds very uh, Texas, Florida familiar, I would say. Yeah. So do you remember that one? Yeah, basically. Like, so somebody went there and stayed with their kids and there was a whole lot of other people. And basically they had uh, alligator, alligators or crocodiles and some other wild animals and they managed to escape during the all tour. All reptiles, like all yeah. reptilian creatures. Oh, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was something, the reptile place was the name of the actual location. Mm, very informative. Okay. <laughs> so it was a place that was housing a bunch of creepy crawling things with scales and uh, maybe sharp teeth is what you're saying. Yep. And they escaped during the tour. So <laughs> everybody ended up just like fleeing, basically running out the door. But did that review have like a plus for the hospitality? It was like a plus for the hospitality. We'd, we'd come back. And, we'd come back again. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. That was yeah. That was that was uh, the uh, the sort of start of thinking about this podcast in the first place. Yeah. So review under review. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I live with a project manager or a previous technical project manager that everything has a spreadsheet. So if we want to go on a vacation somewhere, he might put eight to twelve hours into like looking at things and reviewing and reading like. Somebody doesn't read a book, but like you probably were, read like a library worth of reviews. Oh yeah, definitely. Hey, if I don't have that much time off, I'm gonna like enjoy it. I'm gonna make sure that we're staying in a place that's like good. Anyways, so you read like read reviews of TVs though. You've read reviews of like other like tools. Yeah, definitely. Why not buy? Why not put a bit of time in on the back end and like buy the right thing rather than buying some crap. So. As an expert reviewer, because I would rather read a book than read reviews like you, um, what are some key things you look for in a review to let you know if it's quote-unquote expert? Mm, I don't know about the expert part and that word even. But regardless, I, I would say um, probably look for ones that are genuine in the first place. Like There's a lot of fake reviews out there, and you, you can probably see a lot of them like uh, based on language and based on the number of reviews people have had of things. Um, Verified purchase. Yeah, and, and also people are being too positive about things, usually. Pe- people aren't going to review things unless they're really good. In, in general, people are more likely to review things if they're bad. That's funny. Uh, so on a side note, I'm in a course right now and uh, I do have an Irish person in my course and she said the same thing. Like, no one's going to believe a true testimonial. They'll be like, ah, oh, that's shite. Uh, we only, people about reviews are pissed off and write really bad ones. So uh, I think there's like a cultural trust of that, I guess. Reviews, testimonials, claiming to be great products. Yeah, well, it depends as well on the context. Like I said, restaurants are usually of good and bad, and and some of the, some of those you can believe because usually the the good ones will have some some complaints about things as well. Um. So also the like you probably go to like you look at consumer guides and reports and like things like that. So um, that would also be important too. Like yeah. Zagat for restaurants or. Yeah, not as much Zagat, but yeah, for com- consumer reports for products and stuff like that. Yeah. So does that mean that you also are thinking about um, word of mouth reviews? Oh yeah, definitely. Especially though, like if you if it's somebody that you know and you trust, and you get a review from them, then that's probably number one. Depending on how much you trust them and you believe they know what they know what they're talking about, obviously. 
Yeah. So I guess people could come to you almost and ask you for a word of mouth review because you've already done the work and research. That's yeah, people do. probably why I did. Yeah. You've had some spreadsheets of travel, like if you're going to go stay somewhere or try to think what else ridiculous did you put a lot of time in? What's the last thing you reviewed to some extreme? Was it like, it wasn't your barbecue smoker or? I haven't made any major purchases recently or plan any holidays. Where did we, did we go anywhere recently? Oh, we went to New Zealand, so put a lot of we put a lot of time into that. Oh yeah, so we did like reading, like I guess Airbnb places or things to do. I think we looked for funny reviews. Like I liked people's commentary. Like if you got a little sassy one, like I enjoy, we enjoyed reading them or comparing. So I guess would our review and a review go into like books? I don't know. We had some ideas that. Um, we would also involve our friends to like review, let's say like I use that trap, not the trap, the app, um, all trails. And like, let's say you read the reviews on that. You might actually know that a trail is hard and we're going to invite like Megan and Dave on to review. This can be, could be a later podcast, I guess. Um, an 11.3 mile trip, which he showed up in jeans and runners. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, it was kind of unexpected. Like they weren't expecting what we get into. Well, if and one, that day we weren't either. We were supposed to do the previous well, day and we couldn't find it. So I did was... have an app that I didn't read a review about. So that was why I meant, I guess, reading reviews sometimes. <laughs> Does say it was a challenging hike. I did not know that at the time, and I guess that's why you should read a review. <laughs> so that's like a lesson learned. Yep. Um, so review under reviews didn't happen. We could actually maybe do a show if we get some of these out and talk them out because we have some passionate friends who really have feelings for how things are reviewed. Okay, so that's this. What's that? Pod- that that was our second podcast taught, which was what to follow. What the Fada. Yeah, so this was a podcast that was thought about over one Christmas where we spent uh, time in Texas hill country where there's wineries, believe it or not, and a little bit of hills. Let's put hills in quotes. And uh, we went with our friends Holly and Dylan. Uh, They're like our local family in Dallas. And uh, (laughs) we were, do you know why What the Fada came up? No, I can't remember. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, So you're listing off, I think it was when your nephews, the twins were born. Oh, he's spelling their names. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you're like oh fada, fada, fada. <laughs> you're like this and they're like holly's like how do you spell that name because irish names are not spelt usually how they're pronounced not always but for the most part like a colin is fine no most of them are really let's go through your family's name yeah my family is different mm, aren't they tell me about it <laughs> so that'll be another episode down the road then like we're just this is like a good brainstorming podcast so you went through and spelled like oh fada si and i was like and I was like, Holly's, what did you say? I'm like, what the fada? Because there's little things about Irish that um, I think are really kind of interesting and unique. Like this expression we'll get to later. But like expressions, names, and like sayings. And also the Irish language. Like, tell the listeners how to say goodnight. Ewa. Now say it slower. Ewa. Hmm. Now spell it. O-I-C-H-E-M-H-A-I-T-H. There was a H and a TH in there. I'm not sure. So if you're confused, <laughs> that's what, what the Fada was going to be. No, and it's also like your family does have a lot of musical background and like it does embrace the Gaelic, the Irish language culture a lot. Like your mom and dad study it still. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And my, my family historically have, have done a lot in Ireland about that as well. But also I think part of that was because your mother is... Um, 
her family is from Ireland. And you, after you met me, you're like, oh, that really is an Irish thing to say. Oh, expressions. Yeah. Like there was other ones like, Jesus, Mary and Joseph is one. That's really, really bad Irish accent. <laughs> um, like there's other ones like there's simple things that you say that Colleen always said growing up. And I told her that I was like, wow, that is an Irish expression. Well done. You are more Irish than you thought. First generation Canadian. And uh, she uh, liked that a lot and claims Faircry is your favorite child now. She has three of her own blood, but chooses him. So, not true. Uh, no, it is quite true. Um, so, the other th- is there's also really good expressions. Like, um, I like the one "all picture, no sound." Mm-hmm. What is that one, Fierka? Uh That's one. Uh, that's that's what my parents used to use when we're fighting, <laughs> and they were talking about somebody who was a couple who were fighting. <laughs> So like they weren't speaking to each other at all. So it was all just like looking at the uh, the uh, body language, I guess, and the facial expressions, but no actual um, verbal. Um, <laughs> so it's what we would call in North America the silent treatment. Fear will never get that because I don't shut up. Um, I wish. Eye roll was also in there. You can't see. There's going to be some facial notations in this podcast because Fierkra has uh, many faces of Fierkra and a book and expressions. And uh, you may not see his eye rolling at me, but I'll let you know what happens. Um, the si- I like that all picture, no sound. It reminds me of like the TV is on and like the sounds just on mute or that's what it made yeah. me think of. But it's a good way to give someone like they're giving me the silent treat. The cold shoulder would be another one. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It's it's a bit more. The cold shoulder is like what someone you give when you're like upset with them, or no, I understand what it is. Do what you, the cold shoulder do you want is. To see it right now. Mm-hmm. Unless there's a different Canadian <laughs> one where you just put your shoulder out the door and it's freezing cold. That might be a thing. I don't know. We'll have to fact check that one later. Um, do you think? Uh, <laughs> did they say it out loud or no? It's usually like they express the result picture and no sound after the fact. I haven't heard anybody use it apart from my parents that I can think of. Like really? I'm sure, yeah. Oh, interesting. I'm oh. sure it is. I don't know, but now we're talking about it. I I can't remember. Yeah, we should fact check that with them. Um, so that was like what the fada fada. That was also going to go through like Irish names, ga- learning Gaelic. Um, do you know why? It, Trying I, to is, is explain what a fada actually is. Fine, tell us what a fada is, Fikra. No, it's like it's like a, an accent. So it's like it it's another um, grammatical sort of line that you would put over a, a vowel to make it sound differently. So like my background in French is like an accent aigu, accent grave. It's like an accent that, it's like a little marking that makes it the letter like I sound different. All of the All, all of phonetically those. different. I would be E if you had it with the father. And I would be a B? No, E. Oh, E. Oh, okay, okay, there you go. Um, do you know, but do you know why I, I also wanted to do what the fada? No. To learn Irish? Yeah, you started learning Irish. How did that go? Uh, not as well as you did. Tell me, when was the last time you went to Irish school? <laughs> I'm from Ireland. I had to go. Doesn't matter. I had to go to Doesn't school. Doesn't matter. And, and speak Irish and study until I was 16. And tell them what that was like. You would go shipped away for a month? Oh, no, that was a Gaelic. No, that was like supposed to be fun. That was like camp. Oh, wait, you went to Irish speaking camp? Yeah. And was it fun? No, it was like school during the summer. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me think of your mom's fun jar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the jar full of mostly chores. Eva e- brought her kids to knock yesterday. 
<laughs> These are not fun experiences. Let's just translate that. You're going to do the, the Stations of the Cross or you're going to go to Irish school. That's fun. We'll get... That might be another episode we'll talk about. Fun as children. <laughs> How it looked different in Canada versus Ireland, or, or at least in our families. Um, no, but do you know why I wanted to learn Irish? So I could talk about people without them knowing what we were saying? Absolutely, that's correct. Yes. That's, that's what we mainly use it for. Yeah, we need to work on that more. So like, you know, when you're traveling and you want to signal, wait, traveling. Remember traveling back mm-hmm. in February? 2020? Just about. <laughs> Feels so long ago. Um, so you like wanted to, you could talk another language and like our French is okay, but like there's other people who speak French that are not only from Canada or France, but like Nigeria. Like there's lots of countries like that speak French. So that's kind of one that I feel it's overused. Spanish wouldn't be good because you, you did so many Spanish lessons though. Yeah, I can get by, but like the whole point is you're not going to have other people around yeah. you who can understand it. Yeah, and who knows Irish? Like, what percentage? Only people from Ireland. Yeah, I was hoping that What the Fado would introduce it more and expand my horizons and um, maybe revitalize it. Who knows? Maybe. Nah, I doubt it. I think we'd have to be in Ireland. I'd have to go talk to like your mom and other people because you're, mm, I won't say rusty and Irish. I get by. Get by where? In the pub? With another Irish person, <laughs> we could have a conversation. You wouldn't understand what, for what sure. What would you say? Depends on what we're talking about. All right, a... you show up. You roll up to the local pub. You see your friend. What would you say to them in Irish? Say it in Irish. Connoisseur Tatu. Which is? How are you doing? Great. And then would you move past there or just drink your drink? Well, we'd have to order the drinks first. All right, order your drink. Go a pints, let it hell. What? Go a pints, let it hell. You told your pints to go to hell? Two pints, please. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you got your drink, you're going to start a chit-chat. How are you going to say catch up and say it in Irish? Uh, you'd say, I'm well in scale gut. Do you see something wrong with your gut? What'd you say? I'm well in scale gut, which means if you any story. I like that. Jimmy's you story. So the Irish like a bit of a chat. That's why I fear you're going to probably get along so well. Um, you know that my pronunciation of foreign, like especially Irish, actually I'll also say Icelandic, I like to slaughter those names. When I say them, I say them my phonetic ways and it's horrendous. I probably did this in with the Kiwis as well in New Zealand. Yeah. It's, they don't take care. No, but like I, I would read it out loud to you in Irish and you're like, that is not it whatsoever. What's the word you're trying to say? Yeah, but it's funny. Yeah, it is funny. Uh, so that was going to be what the fada. I also thought it'd be good to bring in some guest speakers, like our friends <laughs> and family, to come on with an issue. So that I guess that podcast was like to get in touch with some Irish. And then um, we did watch Bridget and Eamon, which also got me in touch with the 80s Irish way. And then culturally, I was like, well, then we'd have to infuse Canada after watching Letter Kenny. Hey, how are you? How are you now? Good. But yeah, I was, I don't know, I think what the fight got too complicated. That's why we didn't go forward. Well, now that you're talking about it, we could, we could have some like, in in that sort of guys who could like uh, talk to Irish people and ask them about some particularly Irish thing that happens them while they're abroad. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> true. Have some good and ones on that. And then we can ask the Canadians, <laughs> that could be that, the Canadians, their experience with Irish in Canada and or them abroad as well. And then we're, I guess, we're, are we abroad in America? Hmm. We're international citizens. We are something. Um. So yeah. So that I guess is that. Okay. That could be. It could be an episode. We could pick an, a thing of this, that, and the other. And so the other 
in the podcast. So if we talk about two perspectives, this and that, the other would be, I don't know, looking at it from a different way. I don't know what do you want. What what do you want the other? I don't know. I'll just loop back. Yeah. And review and see what other people think or another point of view or yeah. come to a conclusion. I don't know. Um, so this, in this case, will be the other is going to explain to y'all about this podcast. So this is us working it out um, real time. This is the only way we'll get it done if we record and do it. So this, that, and the other. Podcast one, review under review. That, what the fada. And the other is... I guess being able to combine different ideas and topics. I think that's why we didn't do it. We would get bored. Well, we couldn't like limit it. It was like, it was just difficult to put a ring around the actual tech, the, the context of what we're going to talk about. Because I guess you need like you need a focused audience. Like this won't really be focused, but this is us like digging deep into some topic. I guess. Mm-hmm. No, not that deep, but scratching oh, the surface. You a don't bit. know. I'm like in a coaching class. We're gonna go. We're gonna dive deep now. Um, so. <laughs> Fierke doesn't know this, but it's going to get real awkward. <sighs> you sigh as much as your dog. Uh, we do have a dog, Jack, that you could possibly hear every now and then in the background. He's usually just sighing like that. Uh, but uh, I guess the other was this podcast because I thought about, um, I don't know, just a variety. And we were listening to um, Rough Translation podcast. It's from NPR. And it was on Hello Neighbor, uh, Russ Common. Where's Roscommon? Tell the folks. Uh, it's a county in sort of like center to north Ireland. And you are how far is? Um, it's pretty rural. It's 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 uh, it's known for its uh, rurality, if that's a word. Um, it, it's probably Sweet. We're inventing words. Uh, eighty miles west of Dublin, northwest of Dublin. And you're how far is away from uh, your Middle Earth of? Yeah, uh, from Mullingar, it's probably forty miles northwest. Westmeath. Okay, so we've been. I've been to Roscommon for. We went there for a wedding. Mm-hmm. That was Polly's wedding. Yeah, we were in the castle then. No, that wasn't Roscommon. What? That was Blarney. I thought it was Mayo. It was Mayo. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Not Roscommon. <laughs> we're gonna travel around here and come back to Roscommon. So the Roscommon folks um, during COVID, because that's where we are, and this is where I saved a podcast because it had a lot of chit chat from the Irish from Roscommon. They invented a, a radio show called the Rossi. Mm-hmm. And it was like nothing to do with COVID or the pandemic as they were all locked in or cocooned because everyone over 70. 70. Tell them about cocooning is. Yeah. Cocooning. It was like, uh, it was, I'm not sure if it was international, but it was in Ireland anyway. Everybody under, under 70 had to stay in their house. Like they weren't allowed out of the grounds of their house, basically. Um, during the COVID times, whereas like younger people could go out at least a bit and go to the shops and buy things and stuff like that, necessities, when everything else was in lockdown. But people over 70 were told to cocoon, and st- which meant stay in their houses. I think it's adorable, cocooning. So they're all snug as a bug and a rug in their homes. And everyone in the, their neighbors had to get um, things brought to them, whether it's milk, mail, groceries. They were definitely unrestricted. And kind of, they talked about in the show a little bit about getting old before their time because there's a lot of 70 80 9 year olds that are quite active more so than we are actually and uh so it was interesting cute little show they wouldn't talk about covid at all they would just have the locals come on and this expression came up this on the other it's like you're asking us a question <laughs> it was said like this that and the other the other 
You guys come, your teas go funny. I love it. It's, I'm not making fun of it. I really genuinely love it. Uh, this, that, and the other. And I was like, that's a great name for a podcast. I was like, oh, we should do a podcast again. So this is where we're at. Um, what is that expression? This, that, and the other. It just means a random, like, a few things. Bits and bobs. Yeah, good a few things. Bits and bobs. This and that. Okay, so we looked up. Miriam says this, that, and the other. Miriam Webster. Miriam Webster, the dictionary online. Chiefly British informal. Several different things. Now, what do you? How do you feel about that chiefly British part coming from the Emerald Isle? Mm, well, when you actually define the British Isles, Ireland is part of that. Okay. So I'll take it. Well, it said chiefly British. How do you feel about being called British? I'm, I'm not British. That's completely different. So there's lots of different like connotations of that whole UK, uh, Britain, British Isles. But how do you feel being called British? What's your emotion? That's like being called rage, American. Rage. You are American. <laughs> 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 I wanted to say rage and fury. Feel no. the fury. No. You made me, like, you almost made me burn a flag I had from the UK. What's a flag? It was like a, a jumper. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a jumper. A union jack. <laughs> it was a zip up. It's not a jumper. That's something. Else. We'll get into that one later. That'd be a good this, then the other. Uh, so anyways, yeah. No union jacks were allowed to enter the house. Literally gave it to my friend Tara, who gave him the finger, gave you the flying V, actually, and said, suck it, fear crather, mine now. She is English, though, from an English background, so. Ish. Anyways, she's married to a Scotsman. It's fine. Uh, so this is a really interesting definition. Uh, so this and that, I guess, would be the North American. I guess so. This and that. This, that, and the other. Uh, in this sentence, we started talking about this, that, and the other. And before I knew it, it it had gotten late. I guess I've heard my mom say that. That's why I thought it was interesting. Um, there's always going to be jealous people saying you're doing this, that, and the other. It's like sounds like very gossipy. I guess it is, but yeah. I like it. We're gonna have some scandal on this podcast. Mm, hot, hot takes, hot dirt. What do you think? Like, when would you hear someone else say it? I don't know. I can't. I can't think of. I can't think of anybody saying it in context. Uh, I know it's widely used, but I can't think of any instances of it now. Like it's not as if I've I've been around anybody who's used it in the last twenty years. So. Fun fact, uh, actor, what's his name? Uh, Viggo Mortensen. He acted in a few different things, but he has a song called This, That, and the Other. Oh, he was in Lord of the Rings, you said, right? Mm, yeah. Uh, Danish actor. Uh, he has a song. Also, if you look it up, there is a smoke shop, This, That, and the Other, from the 90s. Really not us. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, there is a podcast called This, That, and the Other Thing, which is not this podcast. No, a podcast between two friends discussing all the all the things with friends and anything is possible. If there's a last thing on the end, I'd have to say ting. Can say what you want. <laughs> the thing about that one is <laughs> uh, th- that one's not us as well. So ours is just this, that, and the other. Um, we'll try and talk about topics that are interesting. Well, interesting to us because that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. What do you want to talk about on here? This is like the brainstorming part. Yeah, I don't know. We haven't got that far. This is a, like impromptu brainstorming. I know. One of them has to be who's planned, who is improv, <laughs> how do you bring those two together? <laughs> 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 um, 
I don't know. We could talk about issues. We could talk about controversies. We could talk about comparison sports of football and football, American versus what they call soccer here. And the other, not watching any fucking shit at all, just like hiding out. Yeah, we could talk about different different um, events that happened that were similar and the different and then the fact checks repercussions. <laughs> the fact checks are at the end. Uh, yeah, we actually have gone back to ask stories about our childhood, so we could give example childhood stories, and then what the fact check is on that and how we're wrong. Uh, I don't know. We got a lot of time. Uh, who made it best? Who made it best? Who made what best? Anything. You're making projects. What are you making these days? Bacon. Growing tomatoes. Trying. Mm. I'm making bread. Making meatballs right now. Mm. Sounds good. Well, on that note, we have to go uh, finish up the make the balls. Uh, <laughs> this is our first episode, so do, do you want to have a sign off? Like what? I don't know. This, that, and the other. I don't know. We have to think about is there a tagline sign off? I need to think about that more. Look after yourselves and each other. Like the nightly news. No, we're not taking Lester Holtz. Oh my god, that could be one of them. This, that, and the other. Fucking news. Local, national, and then real news. Twitter. What's real news? <laughs> it's a <like> Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we have to think if there's going to be a tagline. No. TTO. This, that, and the other. All right, we'll see. Uh, thanks for listening. And TTL, TTO. What? Talk to you later. Does that near? Oh, God. I don't think we're having a closing. We're not having a sign-off, folks. That's what's just been decided. Thank you for brainstorming that with me. Uh, <laughs> if you have a topic that you want us to get into, or two sides of one story, or a coin, debates, controversy, I'd accept it. Mm-hmm. We'll come up with where you can contact us right now. It's Just find us. If you're listening to us, you probably know us. And future, we may have a centralized email of sorts for it to rant, rant through. All right. Ciao for now. Okay, bye. Bye. Be sure to listen to the next episode by subscribing to our podcast. If you're a family or friend listening to this, you know how to find us. So let's catch up. Until then, we'll be chatting about this, that, and the other.